welcome to Big Blend Radio's Food, Wine, and Travel Show, where we go across country and travel the world with members of the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Today, we are going to Scottsdale, Arizona, which is right outside Phoenix in the center of the beautiful Grand Canyon State. And we're going to chat with Judy Carniad. She is a travel writer uh, who actually used to be a veterinarian, uh, but she also guides people out in nature. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to talk about Scottsdale, where to where to play, where to where to eat, where to go out in nature, uh, experience art, apparently wine. I'm all for that. Uh, and you can keep up with Judy. Go to judycarnia.com. That's K-A-R-N-I-A. And also her articles up on blendradioandtv.com. All the links that we're talking about are in the show notes. So welcome, Judy. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. I'm, you know, missing the desert Southwest a little bit, you know, just a little bit of sunshine. But um, I heard that mm-hmm. you guys got some rain. So wildflowers, like in your picture behind you, sounds yeah, like yeah, you're going to have a nice spring. Yeah, this picture is from last year. We had a huge um, bloom of flowers last year. So hoping we repeat it. I went out hiking yesterday and it was gorgeous out. Nice 60 degrees and sunny. Um, just perfect day for the trails. Awesome. Awesome. So what do you think it's going to, what, when would you say people should know about for the wildflowers? Like end of February? Yeah, yeah. February into March, um, even in April. Yeah, some, I mean, we always have some flowers of some sort. Um, that's the kind of the nice thing about living here too, or in visiting here is there's always something that's in bloom. So, you know, probably, you know, the 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 big bloom in the in the desert will be yeah in the spring and to me this is really cool because you do have saguaro cactus which is like you know so unique to have you've got the gumbies you know and who doesn't want to play with a gumby if you go to arizona you know (laughs) yeah yeah the the saguaros are are pretty iconic for our area and they're pretty cool to see in person yeah, because yeah, you came from the Wisconsin area, the Midwest area, right? Um, Chicago, actually. Chicago, that's right. Why did I so, think Wisconsin? Mm-hmm. I've been yeah, writing yeah. about cheese. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> but the Chicago area down to, yeah. you know, the Southwest, that's got to be a little warmer, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a big change, you know? I mean, you know, the Chicago, Illinois is all very flat. And here I'm surrounded by mountains, which is beautiful. Every time I look out, I can see a mountain. And um, yeah, the weather, I just... I, I'm fine with the summer heat, just I don't want to be cold. So to me, it's really, I mean, a good time to visit anytime because mm-hmm. there's so much indoor stuff to do. And you can always be in the pool if it's hot and, you know, go out in the morning, you know, when it's cooler. And so, yeah. Yeah. And then the monsoon storms that happen in the summer to me are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty impressive. Yeah. Mm. They're just like wind whips up out of nowhere. Um but then in like an hour, they're they're done, they're past, and then it's sunny again. So it's pretty cool. It's Scottsdale, because I, you know, we did an interview with Peggy Fiandaka from LDV Winery recently. Then, mm-hmm. well, she's on our show every month, and she was talking about Scottsdale is becoming a blue zone. And I think that is quite yeah. exciting. So it seems to me that Scottsdale is really embracing quality of life as uh, you know, place for its residents, but also for the visiting community. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's a project they've been working on and they're about to try to launch. And um, 
yeah, I mean, just, you know, with the good food, there's good wineries in Arizona now. So you can do a lot of wine tasting. Um, there's so many places to get out, to get exercise, even just to, to walk around. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a very active, yeah, active community. Yeah, talk about a little bit. Let's talk about getting out into nature. Um, what are some of the, you know, for people visiting, what are some of the places you recommend they can go hit the trail, you know, and I, it, as far as I remember, it's a little bit for everybody. Yeah, I mean, you can do some really serious hiking. Um, one of my favorite trails is in the McDowell Sonoran Preserve, which is um, northeast um, Scottsdale. It's a huge preserve. Um, lots of different types of trails. That's where I was yesterday hiking. I go to um, the Gateway Trail head a lot. They have some different hikes where you can do like a kind of a, you know, a loop that takes me about an hour and a half or so to, to walk. You go up a little bit and um, they also have a nature trail there. So if you don't, oh, nice. you know, if you don't want to go up in elevation, it's a very nice nature trail with the educational placards and everything. And then there's a, a loop that goes that I've done a few times. It goes like almost 10 miles and you get back behind the mountain and you feel like you're just out in the middle of the desert. Um, so there's, cool. you know, and there's just so many trails all around the city. And then, then there's things like, the botanical, the desert botanical garden, which is, you know, in Phoenix, very close to Scottsdale. And just, I mean, just so many unique plants. It's just such a different botanical garden than you see most other places, you know, a lot of cacti, but it's so, so um, variable, the types of plants, different types of cacti and aloe and trees. And um, so that's a great place. When the Palo Verdes Mm -hmm. bloom, and I know you do forest bathing. So do people look at you like, what do you mean forest bathing in Arizona? Yeah. That you do have forest bathing in, in your area and nearby too. We do. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to call it more desert bathing, but it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's a, it's a practice where you are, are basically bathing your senses in, in, the, in nature, you know, like you would do sunbathing. And so it's a very meditative type, um, quiet, connective um, experience to get people just to slow down and, you know, really just be in nature. You're not trying to get anywhere. You're not trying to, you know, hike up a mountain. It's just, you know, sometimes it's just sitting with a tree or just watching the ants crawl or something. So it's a very... Or, or a rattlesnake. Well, <laughs> yeah. Because, well, they, well, in the, and I love snakes and, and I bring it up not to be negative. I mean, yeah. but to also just keep people aware yeah. that keep your exactly. senses out in the desert and the snakes are not mm-hmm. there to get you at all. Um, exactly. They don't want to mess with you. They want to be left alone. But yeah, like you say, being aware. The, the time people get bit is because they, you know, come upon it without realizing, you know, and they're, the snake is just being defensive. So you hear the rattle. You can hear the rattle from, you know, 20, 30 yards away. So you hear it and just move away. And, yeah, move but, away. Know, yeah. And there's, you know, cactus spines and, you know, some of the trails are very rocky. So, and it is a very dry place. So, you know, you have to make sure you have a lot of water if you're going out there. Um, Carry, you know, more water than you think you need. And, you know, even when it's hot, as long as you have a lot of water, you're good. So it's just being, you know, being smart and being aware. It's, it's so worth it to get out there. And and that's part of the meditative part of being out in nature is being aware and focusing on things, being observant and really appreciating it. I mean, that's how you see all like the butterflies and, you know, the hummingbirds. Oh, my gosh. You oh, know, yes. it, 
you know, so you, and you've got so many different kinds of bird species for people to mm-hmm. see, like I'm saying, butterfly species, you know, and depending on where you go, even dragonflies, you know. Right. And so, mm-hmm. um, cause you do have little wetland, little oases throughout, you know, Arizona as a, as a whole for people to know it's not exactly. just one big patch of sand. I always want to tell mm-hmm. people. Right. Arizona yeah. is not a patch of sand with a gumby cactus. There's so much more. Yeah, yeah, it's so complex and and beautiful to me. I just find it beautiful. And, and the fact that you can see so far in the landscape, it's like when you're walking, you can see all around you, you know, like where my, my background here, you know, if you're up in the mountain, you can see the whole Phoenix Valley kind of spread out before you. So it's pretty cool. And, you know, vitamin D is good for us. And so is fresh is. air. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. What mm-hmm. got you into travel writing? Um, well, I, I wanted to do something different. Like you mentioned, I've been a veterinarian for 30 years and um, wanted as I was, you know, getting a little older here and moving into retirement, wanting to do something, you know, something more something different. And, um, I love to travel. Um, I, I don't mind, like, I mean, I like being on a plane and I like going to different places and mm-hmm. to be able to write about these places. It just, for one thing, you know, I do more preparation. I really know where I'm going and things to do. And then when I get to write about it afterwards, I just get to relive the, my mm-hmm. experiences and then share that with other people. So it's been, yeah. it's been really enjoyable. Yeah. And everyone, again, uh, judycarnia.com is the website. Now, am I, am I even pronouncing your last name correctly? You are. Yes. Because I, I almost, you're in Arizona. I almost said carnitas, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you're close. No. You know, so, well, that brings me to food. Okay. So you've gone out hiking. Um, the downtown area, that's got to be kind of like a hub for folks to go for art. I mean, Scotts isn't Scottsdale, yeah. like just a massive art community too. Yeah, we do. We have a few, you know, a few sections that are good places to, to go. I mean, you've got the old town area, which is kind of, you know, it looks like the old west with the, you know, the covered walkways and the, the all the wood and everything. And, um, you know, a lot of, you know, souvenir type shops, but also a lot of good restaurants and bars. And, um, and then, you know, go right across Scottsdale Avenue is the gallery district. So just a bunch of art galleries, which have mm-hmm. really come back now. They, they really suffered during the pandemic time, but now back to, you know, all full galleries and um, all different types of art. I mean, you know, some really classic looking stuff, some very modern stuff, contemporary stuff. I mean, they're just so many different artists um, that are that are showcased there and some restaurants and, and bars mixed in there a little bit. And then we have the waterfront. It's called the waterfront. It's our where the canal, um, you know, a couple, I think of like maybe a couple decades ago, um, Scottsdale decided to develop their canal area. And so, you know, restaurants and that's where they have festivals and even just to, to walk around there um they had the solari bridge that was kind of the the, the main uh, showcase of that is the um solari bridge and some other sculptures and then and then if you go up in, in north scottsdale there's the carolyn um commons yeah carolyn commons and scottsdale quarter area which is yeah. again, a nice place to walk around lots of restaurants and shops and lots going on so different areas you can go to and then what about events? Do you have fest art festivals and things like that too, right? Oh yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the actually Scottsdale just finished um, a huge renovation of their Civic Center Park. Um, mm-hmm. This is where, like, where the Scottsdale Center for the Performing Arts, the Scottsdale Museum of Contemporary Art, City oh. Hall, the main library, the Scottsdale Historical Museum, all are around this this park, and it has two big stages now. Um, and they have concerts. They have um, actually, there's probably one this afternoon. I got to go look and see if gonna, there's going to be one this afternoon. Cool. Um, and you know, art fests and all sorts of different festivals. You know, where where um, like American Indian festivals. Um, you know, where there's booths where with crafts sure. and art and food and music and um, they do that at the waterfront as well. So lot, yeah, lots of different. And of course, we have our big main events. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like the auto show and the, the, the golf and all that. But um, there's so many, you know, very accessible free mm. events that people can just wander into. And what about, you know, you're talking about free public art is something that people can do and just walk around as part of getting your steps in is go out and look at public art. And I've heard that Scottsdale has quite a mm-hmm. bit of public art, not just murals, but also sculpture. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a lot of sculptures around, like in the city center park area and the waterfront area, but then along streets too, like in front of restaurants. And there is, um, you know, if you go to the the Scottsdale um, Parks um, website, they have a map where you can find all the different public art that you can go visit. And then, you know, it gives you a little history of, of, you know, who, who made them and when they were there. And I mean, there's some things that have been there for, you know, 50 years and some that are brand new. So it's, it's really very, yeah, right behind you is um, the waterfront and your um, background. They have, um, that has, is now a big um, mosaic with these colorful balls and everything that that's in a fountain. And that just, I think it was about two or three years ago that they finished that. So that's lots of art to see. Yeah. That's a thing too, like in that, that's like an evening photo, right? And that's something that I love, or it's probably morning. Who knows? I didn't take it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like <laughs> sunset. Like that's, it looks, yeah. it's got those desert warm colors, you know, but in the evenings yeah. is some of my favorite times, like summer evenings and being in a downtown, just going, you know, in and out of galleries and things. I love that, you know, that warm mm-hmm. evening where it's just, exactly. there's something awesome about desert nights, you know? Yeah, yeah, we have some pretty spectacular sunsets. I mean, we have some good sunrises too, but the sunsets are are generally, you know, if there's any clouds in the sky at all, it's even if there's not clouds in the sky. I mean, just the colors that 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 light up. I mean, there's it's just you know, nature's art, um, yeah. adding to <laughs> our, our human art, and it's just yeah, it is gorgeous to walk around on an and have like local that. wine. I like that. You know, yes. see up mm-hmm. tasting rooms um, and the vineyards with their tasting rooms there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's vineyards in, in a few different places in Arizona, but um, in Scottsdale and the Old Town area, in the waterfront area, there's um, tasting rooms um, that have, you know, a lot of the local wine and, you know, people can tell you about it. And it's fun just to go sample the, the different I, I know different LDV types. wines uh I I love mm-hmm. their wines I'm a huge fan I'm a huge yeah. like just leave me with them <laughs> yeah yeah They're yeah and walking distance you can walk a block and get to Merkin you can walk a block and get to Arizona Stronghold I mean there's just all these different, oh that's cool yeah there's different ones you know if you want to do just a little walking tour going to the different wine tasting rooms you can do that. You know, I'm sure somebody does that like officially, or you can just kind of wander around and find them too. Um, or, cool. you know, look up a tour group. 
That's what about the food scene? Uh, from what I've heard too, that because I haven't done much in your area whatsoever, mostly Tucson and and some other areas. But mm. what about the food? Obviously, you're going to have Mexican food, Southwest food, but uh, the farm to table has got to be pretty big with all the you know agriculture that surrounds you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just about every type of food that you want. Um, you can find. Um, you know, in, in all different areas, some places where you're like, you know, it's just on a street, you wouldn't know, you know, mm-hmm. unless you looked for it. Um, but yeah, so many great, you know, yeah, like I say the farm to table, you know, the fresh food, just all different cuisines. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the best things is like so many places have patios, outdoor patios. And so you can, you know, if you're spending the day outdoors, then go to a patio to finish up, you know, and, and when it's a little warmer, we have misters to kind of cool you off. And when it's a little cooler, they bring out the heaters. And so almost year round, you can be out on a patio. And so that's why so many places have these really nice patios. I mean, certainly on that waterfront there, um, you know, a few um, patios that look right onto the canal um, that you can, you can sit at and, you know, see, watch people walking by see the, the the cow watch the sunset I mean, it's really cool. really nice so it is quality of life really yeah yeah mm-hmm. that really yeah. is I love that yeah I That's... live right next to the civic center um park oh. you know I can walk to dozens of restaurants you know walk to festivals and so and there's many you know hotels and mm. you, know, you can get vacation rentals things like that but put you right there you know, very close mm. to the city so that you can walk around and really enjoy you know, oh, just the nice. daily life of it. Yeah. Yeah. Walking is so good for us. You know, it's healthy. It really is. You know, mm-hmm. is that part of it when you do these forest walks and that it, it's nature therapy, as you say, but just even getting your body moving and maybe not jolting it around as much, but just kind of <laughs> keeping it, you know, being move, moving, you know, if you're going to go out to dinner, it's good to be yeah. able to walk it off a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. You go to dinner and then take a walk around Old Town or the canal and and kind of yeah, get your metabol you know, metabolism going after you yeah. after you eat. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So, one one thing with IFTAR, the International Food Wine Travel Writers Association, we love doing these shows because we get to go to different places across the country and around the world. And uh, today it's cool to be in Scottsdale, you know. Mm-hmm. So for folks to learn a little bit more about it and. Um, I just wanted to ask you, how long have you been a member of IFTWA, the International Food Wine Travel Writers Association? And have you been able to go to any of their webinars or conferences or events? Yeah, yeah. They, I've been with them, I think, about two years. Um, I just started travel writing about two and a half years ago. So I, I found them pretty quickly and joined. And they've been a great resource mm. for me. Their, their conferences are great. I mean, learn so much from the actual you know talks but also just from talking to the other writers Mm. and you find you know what publications they're working for and so you know you find new publications and you just get you know advice and and camaraderie um I just did they had their their 2023 conference was actually a cruise from Vancouver to LA and on the new discovery princess and it was you know so we had we had all our you know uh seminars but also we had time to just enjoy you know the the towns the the cruising it's the first time I've ever been on a cruise so it was it was nice to be able to experience that and yeah and then they have different webinars through the year as well um just you know like zoom webinar type things and um, yeah they're a great resource 
That's cool. That's cool. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, we've been mm-hmm. we've been doing these shows with him for years, and I'm just always like telling people, follow Iftwa I F W T W A the hashtag or uh, you know at Iftwa and number one on on Instagram. But if people follow that hashtag, they're going to be taken all over the world with destinations with right. articles. I love following them on social media just. To, you know, it's like in between meetings, like, where can I go now? Yeah. <laughs> Armchair yeah. travel, you know, mm-hmm. and then plan to go. You know, that's the other yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. That's, the, yeah. That's, be... that's one of the fun things about, you know, following travel writers, um, social media. It's like you get yeah. to see all these places that they are. Yeah. My Instagram is Judy Ann Travel, J U D Y A N N E Travel. And so anywhere I am, yeah, I try to get those photos up there so people can kind of see. You know, Where, where's your next trip? Places. I know you just came back from New York City. So where's next? Mm-hmm. Um, next, I'm going in about three weeks. I'm meeting some friends of mine from veterinary school. We're going to Sonoma County to do some wine tasting. So we're doing a long weekend there. And then after that, I go to Costa Rica for um, a forest bathing retreat. I was going to say um, that that's the ultimate forest bathing. Yes, but then yeah. you're going to be, there's no quiet. I mean, you've got toucans and you got all kinds of monkeys and things going on in the jungles. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, that's how on the birds. Oh my, oh my. Yeah. God. I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah. I can't wait. Oh. Yeah. It's actually my, um, my instructor from my class that I took for forest bathing. Two of my instructors are doing this retreat. And I was like, yep, sign me up. As soon as they said cool. they were doing it, I'm like, yep, I'm going. So oh, yeah, that is so cool. really looking that is- forward to that. Oh, wow. So when you go to these, are you writing from that perspective about, you know, being out in nature or, mm-hmm. you know, are you going to write about it? Because you can't, what, don't, yeah. isn't it hard to travel without writing about it? Yeah, yeah. I always, yeah, anywhere <laughs> I am, I'm like, oh, I need to write an article about this. Yeah, it's hard to just, um, just not think of it that way. But yeah, I mean, my main purpose, purpose is to do the forest bathing, but I'm sure the experience will be so wonderful that I'll want to, you know, mm-hmm. write about it and share that. Well, I think that you bring a unique perspective, you know, and I think as we really change the way we travel, it's, you know, we promote so uh, socially responsible and, uh, you know, just environmentally responsible travel, sustainability. So if you're mm-hmm. sustainable to the environment, you're also being sustainable to the community and that equals economic, sta- you know, sustainability as well. And it's about us right. being light-footed and also giving back and actually having a true immersive experience and I think with what you're doing Mm -hmm. with forest bathing is a very light on the land way of experiencing and really opening yourself up to an environment and so I I really appreciate what you're doing with that and and getting people to understand like oh you know it's not just you know there's things to it the minute do you kind of guide people to stop their mind you know the monkey mind mm-hmm. yeah 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 we start the, the the experience starts with like a guided meditation to get people aware of their senses so i bring them through like they're different you know what are you hearing what are you smelling what are you feeling and then you know the invitations that i give kind of focus on that and it's and it's when i, I tell them like when okay your mind starts going to your your grocery list you know bring it back what am i what am i feeling what am i smelling what am i so it's really not just and and many people you know, when they go in nature, they're looking at things, but they may not be looking that closely. They're not really listening. They don't stop and listen. They don't smell things. So it's really trying to use all your senses to just what really about slow down. Photography at that point, when you're going mm-hmm. on a, you know, guided like forest walk, you know, forest bathing, are you asking people to take their phones and put them away or, you know, 
you know, I How really don't work? tell, yeah, I don't say anything about it at all. You know, I figure people get out of it what they need. Um, and most people I, I, you know, I, I will see somebody taking a photo of something, but it's not like they're walking around with their phones the whole time. They're, you know, they mm. pretty much just naturally put them away so that they can focus. And mm. so, yeah, there's times when I'm on a walk that I, oh, God, that flower is amazing. And I take a picture of it so I can yeah. remember it later. But it's not like you're walking around looking for photo opportunities. The but, selfie stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, I don't even mention it. People just kind of naturally, once you get them, you know, connected to nature, just naturally kind of put it away. So what got you started in it? Like, did you go on a on a hike on one of your travels that just kind of got you into it and kind of hooked you in or? Um, well, actually, I, I was um, it's because I, I'm a certified coach as well, life coach. And I, mm-hmm. as I was doing that, I was looking at like using nature to coach. And then I found this program. Oh. It's the Association association of nature and forest therapy um Mm. and they you know train people to be forest bathing guides and i was like well that sounds amazing and so i just you know i took their course and it just really fit with what i was looking for and you know how i like to experience nature so i'm like this is a way that i can bring other people to really Mm. appreciate nature so that we can preserve it you know, you're not going to preserve yeah. something if you don't appreciate it, if you do, if it's just, you know, something to walk through, you know, on a fun day. You know, if you really appreciate all the, the connections, the the life that is is out there, you're going to be more likely to want to preserve it. So that's like kind of my hidden agenda, I guess. Of, yeah, you know, yeah. I want people to enjoy it, but also hopefully they appreciate it so they'll preserve it in the future. Yeah, yeah. That's even with your writing, with what you do. And you go on your right. site, it's beautiful. And- you get into the pictures and writing and you're like, Ooh, okay. Now I feel good. You know, so I, I enjoyed time on your site. I, I wanted to say too, with you being a life coach and also having made a transition from being, you know, in a veterinary practice, which is stressful, mm-hmm. you know, yes. all these animals lives. It's Very. like, you know, mm-hmm. um, so going from that and then making transition does as travel, does that help people transition in their lives and doing things like getting out into nature, realizing, you know, because nature is humbling, but at the same time, when you're more connected, you feel like you can do, I don't know, I feel inspired. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, when you see yeah, flowers exactly. bloom in the desert, like, hey, they can bloom with no That's, rain, so can we. You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. To me, I mean, travel just really opens up your world, um, mm-hmm. you know, to see how other people live, to see other you know, art and nature in different places. You know, when I travel, I don't like to go like, you know, if I have a week, I'm not going to go to five different places. I'm going to go to one place and go to different places within it and really get to try to know that community. Um, that's how I like to travel. And so I like to kind of bring that, you know, to other people, like slow down, like really see it, you know, don't like, oh, you have to hit this highlight and this highlight and then move on to the next place. So, you know, to me trying to, uh, you know, emphasize that slow travel of walking around really, you know, if you go to a museum, really look at stuff, you know, don't just like, okay, I saw the Mona Lisa, I'm gone, you know? Like, yes. Selfie, really click, click. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Selfies I mean, are fine, but you know. Yeah. We're on the same page. We have a Facebook group called one hour walk, a hashtag one hour walk. And it was because when we started doing our love your parks tour, we were going to national parks and, and I even know travel writers who were like, Oh, I'm not an athlete. I can't do national park walks. I'm like, Oh, oh whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Nelly, they have, you know, things for people in wheelchairs. They're accessible right. boardwalk trails. So, and right. so you many parks. You do a 10 mile hike. Yeah, yeah, you can do it. And, you know, it, it really is about getting out there to stop and smell the roses or, or the cactus blooms, mm-hmm. you know, 
whatever yeah. it is in the place that you're in. So we did it. And it's really about a one hour walk can be in a museum. Like you're saying, it could be, it is that slow down. And if we take three, one hour walks a week, our cardiologist, Dr. Jackie, who's on our show all the time, says, yeah. <laughs> we will be healthy. We need 150 minutes, I think, a week of, yeah. of walking yeah. to, to be healthy. So Yeah, there's there's been studies of forest bathing that have shown that, you know, after two hours in nature, slow being slow in nature, your heart rate goes down, your cortisol cortisol levels decrease, your blood Ooh, pressure decreases, you're more creative, you're more focused. So it is like if you can spend... And you don't have to do that every day, but if you do that once a week and then get like a little 10 minute burst, you know, mm-hmm. every day, it's really going to keep your mind, you know, healthier and more focused yeah. and just feel better. I mean, I went hiking in the snow the other day and I don't even yeah. have like the boots or anything <laughs> for it. I was like, I have to go out and take these views, you know, and you're yeah. crunching through ice and snow and your feet are frozen <laughs> and you're going, why am I doing this in sneakers? This is dumb, but I'm like, I'm doing it. But I felt so like, I was amped up when I can't got into the house. Yeah. I'm like, dude, look what I just did. <laughs> I was like, I was like so more awake than if I was sitting uh-huh. inside with the heater on. Like exactly. I was just so like a live wire mm-hmm. and it was hard to settle down after that because it was just too mind blowing. You know, just yeah. you, you can get it, such a shot of energy from nature. It really, you know, mm-hmm. and you sleep better, you know, you get right. that adrenaline rush, but then you sleep like a baby when you're out there. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a national park. It can be a local park. It can be your backyard. It's just being, you know, listening to the birds and watching the the wind go through the trees. You know, it it doesn't, it's not like, Oh, I can't get to, you know, some big place. I can't do it. It's like, do it anywhere. Yeah. Around your block. All right. Do I really, Oh wait, the sun just came up. Look, you gave me good, you gave me good juju. I'm going to go in the snow again. I will. Excellent. (laughs) It's been such a pleasure chatting with you, Judy. Uh, Everyone, judycarnia.com. Also our article for Scottsdale is in the show notes and you can find it on blendradioandtv.com. It's been a true pleasure. Everyone, IFWA2, IFWTWA.org. Go there. All right. Thank you so much and happy travels. You. Thank you. Happy travels to you too. Thank you for listening to Big Blend Radio's Food, Wine, and Travel Show featuring members of the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association. We encourage you to visit their website. We say IFTWA, which is IFWTWA.org. You can also follow us at BigBlendRadio.com. Happy travels, everyone.